Hey everybody, this is Fernando from The Rollback. I know what you're thinking, and I know I've said this bullshit joke a bunch of times, but yeah, I'm doing a podcast for the Saturdays, uh, regular rollback reviews. And for this review, I am doing Cobra Kai Season 3. I wanted to release it yesterday on Friday, but some things came up, but hey, better late than ever. Uh, I'm going to try to not do any spoilers in this beginning, uh, so I'm going to try to give you a spoiler-free review and then just delve into into spoilers uh, going forward. Uh, so right now, spoiler-free review. Uh, this fucking season, I bet you Netflix was just patting themselves on the back, just congratulating themselves on buying this show when YouTube decided not to start, not to continue doing um, original programming. Because holy fuck. After a year of not having any Cobra Kai, uh, Netflix bought up Cobra Kai when it was on the market, decided to put both seasons out to really test the water, see how people were going to react, turned it into a mega hit, a, a bigger hit than what it already was. It was a hit because of YouTube, and that's because not many people were watching the original content on YouTube. Um, but it was a hit on YouTube, and then coming over to Netflix, that's a fucking giant when it comes to streaming, it just blew out of the water um but season three lives up to the hype uh i know what you're thinking uh if you follow any of their accounts on instagram facebook man they were marketing the hell out of this show and for netflix to just be like you know what this is gonna be the first thing that you see the first new thing you see this year it's going to be cobra kai season three and i really don't think that they wanted to wait i think the whole january 8th uh thing was a lie from the beginning um i mean i figured when they released season one and two that they were going to release uh season three fairly early in this year um never did i think it was going to be january 1st uh but yeah this season um, again, I'm trying not to spoil anything. Um, they really went above and beyond in this season. This season kind of, um, it's not like season one or season two, uh, in any of those respects. And in season three, it's really, uh, a rebuild after the chaos of season two and that finale. Uh, you really see all these characters have to dig deep and realize who they are and what if they're doing isn't right the thing i always liked about this show and the thing that they continue to do especially in season three is that so in the movies if you've seen the old movies if you've seen karate kid part one two or three or any of them uh, for that fact um they're really black and white in terms of who's the villain who is the good guy because it's a movie you really have to have a villain and a bad guy um, set up, and it was an 80s movie, so, again, you have to, um, but this show really just took that aspect of good and bad guy, and there's no more good and bad guy anymore, for the most part, there is so much gray area in this show, um, you, in this show, you see a lot of that gray area come up, especially with the characters that you would consider bad you really see where they come from you see as to why they do what they do and why their loyalties fall 
into certain people's hands and it's not necessarily because they're evil to their core or anything of that sort it's more so out of necessity it's more so out of that this was the only person that gave a shit when they were down so you can really see as to why people do what they do and you can't really hate them for it you hate their actions but i mean for the most part for everybody in this show you're just like man i just hope they make the smart decision um they did it really well with johnny in season one they did it really well with miguel in season two where he switches from being the bad guy at the end of season one to finding himself again in season two um but yeah season three so far uh, I just finished it right now, so there's a reason why I sound a little jacked up. Uh, I just finished it, so I really wanted to get this review out there so that it's fresh. Um, I'm filming this, I mean not filming, I'm recording this on a Friday, so yeah. Uh, again, I I just finished watching it. Um, if you haven't seen season 3 yet, fucking binge it, man. It's 30 minutes per episode. You can get through all 10 super quick. You won't regret it whatsoever. Um, but yeah, uh, spoiler-free review. Uh, check it out. If you love season one and two, you're gonna love season three. Season four, they're gonna. It's gonna get pretty fucking nuts, and I can't wait for it. Okay, so that ends the spoiler-free portion. In five seconds, five, four, three, two, one. All right, now I'm gonna start talking about shit that happens in the show. Man, holy fuck. So the show starts off really gloomy with uh, the injuries to Miguel. Um, Sam is dealing with her own PTSD after getting, man, the shit kicked out of her by Tori. Uh, Johnny is in a dark place right now because his student um, got hurt badly and is in the hospital. He might not walk again. Uh, His son is the one that did it. Um, Ralph Macchio, uh, Daniel LaRusso, he's also in a bad spot because now karate's in a bad light because there was this huge fight at the school. Now people are like, is karate really necessary? Should we be doing this? So everyone's on their heels. Everyone is down and out for the count in the very first episode. And it's really about like, fuck man, we really need to, we really need to look at ourselves here and uh, figure out what we're going to do. The main teaser that when season three was first announced, uh, the main teaser was uh, that Japan was going to be involved, Okinawa, uh, where Daniel LaRusso does go to, I believe it's in episode three or four, he goes to Okinawa. Um, But yeah, uh, before we get there, uh, yeah, Johnny's story really takes a turn when he finally mans up and admits to Miguel that he fucked up and he needs to start being his teacher again because Miguel does not have anyone to really support him uh, in walking again. It it really is Johnny. Um, I will say the cheesiness does not go away. There is so much cheese in this show, but it works out very well. So please enjoy it. Um, but yeah, so Johnny has to take up the reins of being Miguel Sensei again, post losing Cobra Kai to John Kreese because he took that over after the fight, and so now he has to help Miguel walk again, and so you get to see the rekindling of their friendship, the rekindling of their, 
of their partnership. Um, Sam, you could tell, is pretty messed up about this whole deal because, I mean, she took the worst beating uh, second to Miguel because Miguel, Miguel, you know, lost the use of his legs. But she got attacked with, like, weapons. Uh, she got scarred up pretty bad from that fight. Um, we do see some characters return, uh, after, like, they went on a hiatus after season one. Uh, like, Daniel LaRusso's cousin, played by Brent Ernst, who is a comedian, by the way, has a free special on YouTube, and is fucking hilarious. If you haven't heard him, listen to him. He's hilarious. Um, and then the kid who played, uh... Kyler, uh, he played Sam's boyfriend in the first season. He was like an asshole. He makes a comeback too. Um, one of the girls, the rich girls that gets uh, uh, beat up by Aisha, she comes back. Um, Aisha takes off. She's not in this uh, season. Uh, Tori is pretty much bare in this season. She doesn't come out until episode three or four. Like, she's, she didn't come out that much in this season, but when she did, she was really good. Um, there's not really an introduction to any new characters, per se. Uh, we do get to see some more backstory. Uh, like, with John Kreese, we get to see his time in Vietnam. We get to really see as to why he is, like, how he is. Um, he was also a guy who was picked on when he was a kid, and he ended up going to the Army to try to pick himself up. And, I mean, eventually he just lost everything that mattered to him. And he kind of just became cold and dead inside. Um, there is a scene where, you know, it's it's so hard to root for John Kreese because he is a f- he's an asshole. Like, he's the villain. Let's be honest. He is the villain. Um, he's very manipulative. He loves to take people from broken homes and manipulate them. And that's what he does with Tori. Um, at one point we get, we do get to see Tori's home life. We do see that her mom is sick. Uh, she's pretty much taking care of her whole family on her jobs. She's working like three jobs at this point. Um, and their super is just a creep who's hitting on her and is like, uh, if you start dugging up with me, you won't have to worry about rent, things like that. Um, so eventually, uh, John Kreese finds her and he tries to get her to go back to Cobra Kai. Bad idea. Um, to us. Uh, but you could tell, like, she really does need some form of outlet to release her anger. Um, and so she says, no, I can't, like, I have to work. He's like, what if your dues are on me? He offers to pay her dues for the gym. So, I mean, that's very nice of him. Um, she says, oh, no, but even then, like, we still have to deal with the rent. And he's like, I'll take care of the rent. And he beats the shit out of the guy who was hitting on her. Like, you know, hate John Kreese all you want. It's a very nice thing he did because the dude was a creep and he very much deserved it. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much the nicest thing he does <laughs> after that it's kind of just downhill from here uh robbie keen uh it starts off with him on the run because he kicked miguel over the railing and miguel got hurt um he gets tossed into a horrible limbo uh he goes to juvie uh i'm not sure for how long to be honest they don't really explain the time jumps too much in this show 
Um, he doesn't go to juvie for too long, though. He gets released fairly quickly. Um, but, yeah, his whole deal is, I mean, he's pretty much been betrayed by his dad. He's, well, not betrayed, but, like, him and his dad don't have a relationship. His dad is trying to create a relationship, a father-son relationship, but with, with Miguel, because it's the first kid that, like, he ever had the ability to, to train with this kid. He never had that with his son, and his son hates him. Uh, I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying that's how it is. Um, Daniel Russo turned him in uh, to help him, ultimately, because if he would have turned himself in, he got a lighter sentence, which he did. Um, but, yeah, so Robbie's in this tough spot where he just doesn't have anyone to trust whatsoever, um, which leads to some more turmoil throughout the show. Um but yeah okay so that's pretty much the beginning the middle uh we do see uh the larusos having to deal with the fallout of karate being bad they have to go to japan because daniel's in trouble of losing his car dealership manufacturers uh so the people that give him the cars he's in trouble of losing them and so he has to go to Japan, and he has to basically, like, try to figure out a way to keep them. And on his journey, he goes to Okinawa to try to rekindle some sort of uh, relationship with a Mr. Miyagi. Anything that he could find that can just connect them to his old master. And he ends up uh, meeting up with a bunch of the characters from Karate Kid Part 2. Uh, I've never seen that movie. I've only seen 1 and 3. I know, I'm a horrible person. Uh, but it was nice to see that they brought all these characters from part two that you never really thought you would see again because part two takes place in Okinawa and when do you think you're ever going to go back there? Um, but yeah, you get to see him interact with the previous villain in Okinawa. And it's funny because Daniel has this whole, uh, thought process that he has these rivals, but he doesn't it's just these people are in these situations where you just so happen to be against them and it's not so much that they're a rival it's just that's just how it is man and he does learn something from chosen the the rival from part two like he learns that mr miyagi didn't teach him everything uh there was some stuff that he didn't know and he does learn these things. But it's nice to see like him rekindle some sort of friendship with this person that he thought was a rival at this time. Um so that that's pretty much the gist of that middle part. And at that middle part we're also dealing with Sam's PTSD because she doesn't want to fight because she got pretty messed up fighting Tori and she's kinda of scared. And it's understandable. I mean you fought this girl who was pretty much trying to kill you. You kinda of don't want to fight. Um, Miguel gets the use of his legs back after intense therapy with, uh, Johnny. Uh, they go to a rock concert, a Twisted Sister concert, basically. It's Dee Schneider, but come on, it's Twisted Sister, let's go with it. Um, he gets the use of his legs back, and at that point, it's kind of just like, okay, now you have to rekindle your belief in yourself. Now that you have the use of your legs, you have to believe that you can use them now. Um, that part's a little interesting. Uh, the other interesting part is the, the changing of Hawk. So Hawk at this point is kind of, he's overly mad. Uh, at this point, John Cree starts scouting athletes at the school and starts bringing them into the, the dojo and has them fight for positions. 
and two of them start making fun of uh, Hawk's lip. Uh, one is Kyler, the the one from season one, and then the other one's this other guy. It's a football player, I believe, and uh, he ends. Uh, Hawk beats the fuck out of him. He that scene where Hawk is just laying into him on the floor and then spits on him. Great scene. Whoever decided to film it like that, you're a good cinematographer. Uh, the other scene that is pretty messed up that you really see Hawk just start questioning, like, what am I doing? Um, I'm messing up here. Is when he jump, he gets in a fight with Miyagi Do at the laser tag place, and he breaks Dimitri's arm, and that's where you're just like, oh shit, and. It's not just Dimitri, it's his friend, man. Like, this was the guy that was your friend before anyone else, before you started doing your whole bullshit gimmick of being Hawk. Like, you broke your only friend's arm. And that's where you could see the shift in his mindset. That's where you could see where he was just like, fuck, man, like, I'm. I fucked up. Um. I'm really just trying to recollect, like, a lot of the things I remember, the key parts I remember. Um, Johnny's life, uh, he's pretty much just trying to, like, navigate his way through life, uh, he finally hooks up with Miguel's mom, woo, and, uh, I think they're gonna end up start, starting to date in season four, uh, but we also get to see the, the return of Allie, the return of Allie, the main girl from uh, Karate Kid Part 1. Um, we get to see her and Johnny interact after Johnny fucking messages are on, on Facebook. Uh, we get to see her, Johnny, uh, Daniel and Daniel's wife interact at this, uh, luncheon where you get to finally see the air be cleared on the whole situation that they had in high school where in reality, like it was just, it was just a bad, (laughs) it was just a bad situation. Like nothing that should uh, make them hate each other for it, and they come to realize that they have more in common than, than they think, and so this is when everything just starts to get super screwy, uh, so at this point in time, Johnny leaves Cobra Kai, he's, I'm not doing this anymore, and he decides to create his own dojo with Miguel and a few other, uh, defectees from Cobra Kai, uh, they call it Eagle Fang Karate, sick name, Maybe you could have done like a little bit better, but you know what? Sick name, sick name. All right, and so yeah, he creates Eagle Fan Karate. Um, and uh, Miguel and Sam end up rekindling their relationship, and they start coming up with the idea like we need to team up together to beat Cobra Kai because these us being two rival dojos makes no sense. Like we have to team up together and we have to beat Cobra Kai. It makes sense. Uh, so they end up doing that. They end up uh, getting them together and start saying, like, hey, we need to do this. Um, so, yeah, at this point, um, they go to the LaRusso's house, the Eagle Fang Karate, um, as a parent trap situation where they kind of just force them together and just say, like, hey, man, like, we have to do this. We have to we have to merge and be one. And at this point, this is probably when the... <laughs> This is where it gets a little messed up. Uh, the Cobra Kai decides to, you know, do a home invasion and start assaulting people on the LaRusso's property. Uh, so, yeah, they start assaulting everybody. They start fucking everybody up. 
Uh, this is where Hawk has really dealt the situation of is he going to be Cobra Kai for life or is he going to switch? And he finally does when he sees Dimitri getting his ass kicked. He sees Dimitri getting his ass kicked and they offer to let him get a free shot. And he goes and he knocks those guys out and he tells Dimitri, like, hey, I'm sorry, like, I really messed up. And Dimitri, he forgives him. He forgives him and they kick the shit out of the Cobra Kai people. Uh, at this time, Sam is fighting Tori and Sam is really just trying to find her footing into, like, being okay again. Because, again, she's still pretty messed up from that first fight. And we see Miguel fighting Kyler, who picked on Miguel in season one. And Kyler's beating the shit out of him. Um, I should also mention at this point in time, uh, Robbie Keane has been released from Juvie. And he is defected to John Kreese's uh, web. So he's being fed all these horrible things from uh, John Kreese and yeah the things are not going well in that situation but yes back to the fight uh so Miguel's fighting uh Kyler and at this point he's getting his ass kicked um because I mean he's fresh out of an injury and he's really doubting himself like can I do this I mean I got hurt like am I still able to do this and eventually like he finally gets it through his head that he can do this. He ends up kicking Kyler's ass. And that's it. Uh, moves on from there. The next part of the story is. Uh, Johnny gets home from the from the dinner thing. To find Miguel putting ice on himself. And Miguel's mom worried. And so he ends up taking a drive to Cobra Kai. And that's when he sees Robbie training with John Kreese. Um, he loses it. He starts beating the shit out of John Kreese. Um, Robbie kind of tries to, uh, get in the middle at one point. And, uh, after Johnny beats the shit out of Kreese, um, Robbie starts attacking Johnny. And understandably so, he's very pissed at him. He's very angry at him. Um, but... Johnny says, I'm not going to fight back. You're my son. I'm not going to hit you. And he just kind of like blocks one way and then sends Robbie into the lockers. Kind of knocks him out. Um, And that's where John Kreese gets a hold of him and he starts choking him out until Daniel LaRusso shows up. And he also has a bone to pick with him because, I mean, Kreese sent Cobra Kai students to his house to fuck up his daughter. Of course he's going to be pissed, and at that point, that's where um, LaRusso starts uh, using the techniques that he learned in Okinawa, and starts paralyzing uh, John Kreese with these pressure point shots, and we get to see the merger of Johnny and Daniel for the first time, where they're on the same page, and it's so nice to see, Um, but yeah, you get to see that part. Uh, eventually they come to an agreement that at the All Valley Tournament, if uh, the merger of uh, Miyagi-Do and uh, Eagle Fang Karate beats Cobra Kai, then John Kreese is gone. And so, cut to the next scene, we see more instances of John Kreese in Vietnam and as to why he is who he is. Um, and you see him call up a friend 
that we have seen before in Karate Kid Part 3, Terry Silver, because Terry Silver owes John Kreese his life. So John Kreese is calling him up. We're going to see Terry Silver come back in Season 4, which should be interesting. And then we also get to see the official merger of Eagle, Fang, Karate, and Miyagi-Do. That last scene where you get to see all the Miyagi-Do kids and the Eagle Fang kids like merge, because you get to see Dimitri, you get to see Hawk, you get to see those two big dudes, um, those two nerds, and then you get to see Sam and Miguel all on the same side, and then at the same time, Phil Collins is, uh, I can feel it coming in the air tonight, uh, playing in the background. You also get to see Johnny and Daniel fucking finally on the same page, and just, we're gonna do this. So, yes, that's all the spoilers. The I think I fucking did no spoilers five minute, uh, 20 minutes ago. So, yeah, if you've been here this long, there's spoilers, man. I'm sorry. I already said there's going to be spoilers. Um, but, yeah, this, holy shit. Um, and Netflix didn't even produce this one. Just throwing it out there. This season was already done. It's just YouTube decided not to do content anymore, so this season was kind of left in limbo. So Netflix could put this out whenever they did, and I'm so happy that they were like, man, this show's going to be a hit, and so they put it out when they did. So you know what, Powder Netflix for buying this show, and I'm glad it found a home in Netflix. It already got approved for a season four. I can't fucking wait. Um, that's it, everybody. Uh, that is the recap of season three. This is the rollback. Please check us out our link tree where we have our links, you know, written reviews, uh, OnlyFans. Kidding, um, but we yeah, link tree. Everything is gonna be there. Please check us out. We do podcasts every Wednesdays and Saturdays. So please be kind. Rewind. I'm Fernando. This is the rollback. Fucking cut it.